I just have one question. When Cap needed help, if I'd asked you, would you have come? I guess we'll never know. But if you had, you'd have never been caught. I do some dumb things. And the people I love the most, they pay the price. Thanks to you, we had to run. We're still running. Let's go. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remix. This is episode 284. I'm Mark. He's Mike. Engines are rev, Mark. Yeah. We're ready to spin out. Got the green light. That worked out good. We're ready to spin out. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to spin out, though, right? Well, I mean, I don't... It depends on you want to get that traction going right if you, away. If you want that traction... You, I'm thinking drag race. Yeah, but those drag race guys are spinning out like crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I think the goal is... I mean, you, you got to spin... But I think you want to spin out less than the guy next to you. Okay. Then you want to get like you're spinning, spinning, and you want to get you want to get going. That's cool. I don't know anything about that sport. No. All I know is they're spinning, and I'm thinking, why are you spinning? Well, you need to go forward, and then why are your tires slippery? Yeah. Yeah, get a little grip. Some traction on that. Yeah. Put some knobbies on that. You'll beat everybody. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Mark. No. What's the last, like, four seconds? Yeah, I don't even People get People get that. geared up for that? It's so they weird. I can't. It's so weird. No. I don't know. It's not for me. Right right, right before this, we, we were talking about baseball. That's what I need. Three hours. <laughs> Slow burn. You yeah. can't just be like, all right, we're geared up to this thing. Oh, it's over. That's right. That, bull racing. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, not bull racing. Yeah, those are I you don't race the bulls. Those aren't for me. Yeah. Bull riding and bull and, riding. And drag racing, they're not for me. They're yeah. for somebody, but they're not for me. Even the Kentucky Derby. I mean, I'll watch it, but I'm you, no way are you ever going to get me to watch the lead-up to the Kentucky Derby. I'd rather watch bull riding than the Kentucky yeah. Derby. I I enjoy rode- going to rodeos. Yeah. I haven't been to one in probably 10 years, but I have a fun time at rodeos. Yeah. Um, when it's a collection of, of eight-second rides, uh-huh. it's cool, but I couldn't watch just one eight-second ride. Yeah. Well, but yeah, there's that. Yeah, so have you haven't been to a ro- have you been to a rodeo? I've never been to a rodeo. You should check one out sometime. Yeah. I bet you'd like it. It's they're kind of fun. They're they're pretty chill. Yeah, you don't have to know anything. Yeah, you just gotta sit there and watch and, yeah. and just be like, what the hell is going on? Like belt buckles, I guess. Yeah, the hats. They all, they all wearing hel- they're wearing like helmets and hockey masks now. To, to oh. from what I've seen, which I I. It's not as cool. The mystique probably is gone. Safer, but... but it is probably better. I, I think it's an option. It's kind of. Are like there guys like yeah, grandpa? Like, yeah, I think it's like NHL. With you the have face mask. Yeah, you have the option to wear the mask or yeah. not. Which why wouldn't you? I don't know. Well, well I think it also depends on position and how a lot of those guys. Well, so when that happened, a lot of it was because they were like, well, if you were already playing and you didn't wear it, I don't know, fuck your game up. You know, old people. So so hard to adapt to, to change. I still think they have an option now, because I was watching some hockey a uh-huh. week ago, NHL, and there's guys not wearing masks and so the visors. Are, yeah. Oh, see, I, yeah, I thought it was just um, were you grandfathered in like goal because now they have like the neck guard for the goalies, but it was like, well, if you weren't wearing the neck guard last season, you don't have to, but any new player has to wear like the neck guard. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about that sport. I don't know. I think it's I think it's still optional. Yeah, yeah. I think it's still optional. Maybe you see better. 
I, and I, will I take the risk. I think there could be a vision issue. Yeah. I think it could be dependent on position. I mean, if you're not in a position where you're going to have a puck coming at you, if you're yeah. playing, like, defense, you probably want one, right? right. If you're defensive. Although, and I you're mean, always as, on the as you said, end. as we were talking about uh, off mic, the great Adrian Belche, maybe it makes you a better defender. It could make you a better defender. you got to yeah. be on your toes. Or worse. That's the gamble. Yeah, for the listeners that weren't here, Adrian Beltre uh, does not wear a cup. Yes. The, the third base player does not wear a cup. Right. Uh, at third base. Yeah, which I think was crazy, but as Mike says, man, yeah, five minutes better. Yeah. you yeah. Get, you got to rely on your skills. you got to have yeah. good hand skills. Although, I guess we're not working at Visor in hockey. I mean, that doesn't make you a better defender. Maybe you just move out of the way more. True. I'd be, I wouldn't be afraid of the puck. Yeah. I'd be afraid of that hockey stick. Yeah. The end of someone's hockey stick coming up and hitting you right oh, in the eye or something. That's that's, a, a, that's illegal though. Yeah, but things happen on accident all yeah. the time. But there's a rule. So, <laughs> guy, you breaks your orbital socket because of a high stick. That's two minutes in the box for him. So, so maybe you want to take that shot <laughs> if you want to be a team player. Get that that power play. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, I'm liking that now. Yeah, now hockey hockey's a very cool sport. I like watching it live. I think uh, once there's a local team that will help me understand the rules, because um, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I, I understand the concept. You won't get the puck in the uh, in the goal, but yeah. uh, the rest of it, I was like, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I uh, watched some hockey, and I I was just I looked up on my phone. And I was watching like, what's the what the hell is this line? Yeah. What's that call? It's really not that hard. Yeah, it's just more to know. And like when I go to like our little local minor league team, yeah. I don't know what the hell's going on. No. Seems skating around willy-nilly. Yeah. Never stop. No one ever calls a play. You know? Yeah. And they just, yeah. And then it's over. Yeah, it's three that's halves. Over. That's weird. Yeah. I think they call them periods. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we go, or they always get referred to as quarters. I don't know. They're periods because they're quarters. They're four. They're four. Right. But it's three, so. They have to come with their own term for them. <laughs> oh, man. Outside of hockey, I've been tuning in, watching that. Stanley Cup. Lord Stanley's Cup. Um, drink out of that. What else have you been watching? Um, I watched a couple movies. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you after I tell you what I watched. Okay. I'm going to ask you something. I watched... It's that time of year. I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. I watched that once a year, yeah. probably. And it was... Let's hit it. Um, that movie rules... <laughs> and I watched Vertigo. Okay. So, excellent movie. My favorite Hitchcock movie. Alfred Hitchcock. Definitely yeah. my favorite Hitchcock movie. So, those, that's what I watched. Yeah. Um, before we go on to what you watched. Yeah. Let me ask you about this. So, after both these movies. Uh-huh. I love both these movies. Absolutely enjoyed them. Yeah, great movie. But after I finished these movies, both times, I felt like a failure. Because... I had that. I had a window to watch a movie, right? And I watched movies that I've seen a hundred times before. Yeah, I felt like a. Why didn't I watch something I haven't seen? It is. It's. it's why did I do that? It's very tough. I feel like you do it way more than me. But sometimes you just need to rely. But yeah, I I I, I wrestle with the same dilemma anytime I want to watch something I've seen before. I go. I kind of do a movie podcast. I should be up on my movies, but. There's something comforting about a movie I know I'm going to enjoy as opposed to taking the risk and watching spending two hours and being like, that wasn't any good. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, I mean, those two movies, though, are, uh, are classics. Absolute I classics. Mean, yeah. Not, not that, I mean, your comfort food's your comfort food, but if you were like, oh, I watched, um, you know, uh, Hudson Hawk for the tenth time. <laughs> I'm like, that's cool. I mean, yeah, Bruce Willis, I get it, but... You really should be watching other movies. <laughs> but maybe Hudson Hawk's your favorite movie. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. You could have done worse with your movie selection. Yeah, I mean, when I, I watched Raiders, I was like, Raiders fucking rules. I'm watching it. Yeah. So I watched it. It's probably better to watch Raiders. It, so it's probably better to watch a new movie that you've never seen just to get more movies and, you know, ex- experience more. But it probably better... To watch Raiders than the alternative actually was, because it's not. Oh, I'm gonna watch Raiders as opposed to a new. Did you have a new movie you wanted to watch? I didn't even really give it consideration. Right. I just decided I want to watch a movie and I want to watch Raiders. For me, it'd be like, oh, watching Raiders is time better spent than sitting on my phone. Those are usually my two alternatives. It's yeah. like, oh, I can sit here and play on on Instagram for an hour and a half, or. I can watch Raiders of Lost Ark and appreciate it again. No. And, I, and when it came to Vertigo, I I decided I'm in the mood for a Hitchcock movie. Yeah. And I wanted to watch Uncle Northwest. I'm like, eh, I don't think I really... Because that one's over two hours. Yeah. And so I just decided, you know, let's keep it at two. And let's go with the tried and true. Yeah. So I went with my boy Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. Have you seen Hudson Hawk, though? I have not seen Hudson Hawk. Maybe next time you think about Maybe, Vertigo? I'll think it. Pop in Hudson I, Hawk. The next time I think about Vertigo, I will think about Hudson Hawk. I can't tell you if it's a good movie or not. <laughs> I was just trying to think of, like, what's just. What's a media, like a random movie from. <laughs> yeah, Popped in my head, Hudson Hawk. I, I don't even honestly know if I've seen Hudson Hawk. I've heard of it. I've, I've seen parts seen of Hudson Hawk. I think it's a comedy. Yeah, maybe. It's kind know. of an action comedy. He's like a... Um, it's a follow-up to Die Hard. I think he's kind of like a James Bondit, like an American kind of James Bondish mm-hmm. character. But there's comedy. Like, he's more funny. But you make all that up. I don't know. I think at one point he kind of has like a like Da Vinci's flying machine kind of thing. Oh, boy. Um, I think maybe I need to watch this. You might want to watch that. <laughs> I just know parts and pieces of like flipping through and catching it on cable. Like, yeah, this movie. Bruce, I love Bruno. I may want to watch that This is Die Hard. <laughs> What'd you watch? Oh, man. Um, well, on Netflix, we're uh, watching... We finished uh, season one of a show called Working Moms, which is a Canadian show. Heard of it. But much like um, Kim's Convenience, it's the dis- the net, the uh, worldwide distribution is through Netflix. So it has the Netflix stamp. Right. Uh, it's good. It's funny. Not not like laugh out loud. Like not. Oh, there, there are some very funny parts, but it's more. It's a dramedy, a drama comedy about motherhood. Um, I can't relate, but it's still entertaining to me. Yeah. So you know, I'm getting, yeah, it's Canadian. See that, see that flash. It's very clean uh, setting, Canada. I didn't know it was Canadian. And then like the first like ten minutes of the movie, I kind of like, I was like, you think, do they say where this is located? Or is it just like generic city? It's like, it looked like Canada. We Googled it. It's Canada. So they never said meters or leaders or... No, I don't think they ever said meters or leaders or... Meters or toonies? Yeah. In episode, like, 12, someone's asked if someone wants to split a smoked salmon poutine. 
That's probably the most Canadian. That's pretty thing. late in the game, though, that's to, super to reveal your, your nationality. About there. probably episode five, one of the plot points is someone moving to Montreal. Mm-hmm. But by that point, I already knew it was Canada. By the end of episode one, if you stick through the credits, it does say, you know, filmed in Canada. Or, uh, oh, you know, uh, in association with the Canadian right. Film Association. Yeah, I had a friend on a work trip in Montreal oh. like a week ago. Yeah. That's a long ways away. Yeah, it's like the other side of the country. Yeah. But, you know, if, if you went straight up into Canada, That's where so we are, far away. it'd be like, it'd be like going to New York. He was just telling me about his, like... Or Maine, just, I guess. His, his flight get, getting there and back. Just, yeah. just ridiculous. Like, yeah, that sucks. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Poutine? I, this guy wouldn't eat poutine. Nah, maybe he would. He's, he's kind of an adventurous eater. Fries? Cheese curds? I don't know him that well. Brown gravy. I see him once a month. I see him once a week. Yeah. Down at the gun club on on during winter, the uh, the Frenchness would throw me off. I don't ever want to travel yeah. to a country where I don't speak the language. Which right, really yeah, yeah. limits me from going anywhere because I don't speak any other language. Yeah, just from Canada, very French French Canadian. But I would hate Quebec. to show up to a country and be like, "Is that the province, Quebec?" Quebec. Yeah. yeah. Um, so watch that, and then I watch the movie that I've seen, uh, you know, a dozen times. But I just bought a copy of it, and I was like, "I'm gonna watch this." I watched Shaun of the Dead. I almost yeah. watched that. Oh, I got I got a nice Blu-ray steel book of it. Oh, and I got that bad boy off uh, Amazon for fourteen ninety nine. Steel book, Shaun. Look at that. Yeah, right. right. Standing out amongst the Blu-rays. Oh uh, yeah, with Shaun a couple other the steel dead. books. Oh yeah, I got, I got I got my Jenga. I got my Taken trilogy right there. That was a deal at Walmart for seventeen ninety. Huh? It's orange. Yeah, it's orange yeah. steel. You know, pick that bad boy at Walmart for seventeen ninety nine. Yeah, after after the show, if, you, if you'd like. Yeah, I might swing by. Yeah, there's three takens. Yeah, Holy shocked shit. me too. I thought there were only two. I thought there were only two. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to get the takens. Yeah, we're uh, gonna have to do those. I own the trilogy now. Yeah, so I'm uh, gonna be wanting to watch those. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I need to get. Hot Fuzz on Steelbook. Because I've always had the opinion that Hot Fuzz was my favorite of those three movies. Okay. But Shaun of the Dead is so good. You got them I all in Blu-ray so far? In no. Blu-ray format so far? Just Shaun of the Dead. Just Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, I, don't, I do not own Hot Fuzz. Though when it was on Netflix, I did watch that maybe like three times. Mm-hmm. Just during that year it was on Netflix. End of the... Uh, was it End of the World? Is that the third one? At World's End. At World's End. Yeah. That one I've probably only seen twice, but I really like that That's one. That's a great All three movie. of them are really great. Yeah. But Hot Fuzz, that was the one I would, it came up, I was like, ah, I think Hot Fuzz is my favorite one. But I'll need to watch it again uh, in crisp Blu-ray to really, um, although now it's an outdated technology. I gotta jump up to 4K. True. <laughs> True. But on the Blu-ray, uh, Sean Dead looked great. Hot Fuzz, I think, is... I think it depends on which actor you're more of a fan of. Oh, okay. If you're a Nick Frost guy, yeah. Hot Fuzz is your movie. Okay. Yeah. Because he is just great in that. Yeah. I think if you're a Simon Pegg guy, I think you, you're Dead. more of a Shaun of the he Dead. He does have more, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and his then, character in Hot Fuzz is very, yeah. And At World's End is just kind of, it's, it's such an ensemble yeah. of characters that... Although, so what I always love about the, it, it's the it's the movie, it's the storytelling and the movie making in Hot Fuzz and how 
they do the mirror like if if you really pay attention i mean there's so much like this will happen in him walk when he first gets to the village he walks to that village and then that is mirrored exactly in the last part and so i just always love like just this was said you know, in minute 15, and it pays off in minute, hour and 15. That's... Which I'm sure happens in Shaun of the Dead, too. Just, it, maybe I don't notice it as much. That's film science 101. Yeah. Right there. You're talking, like, mise en place and... Yeah. And, it's so great. Like, yeah. He, he, I mean... Like that. Yeah, he's got to you know... And I, I love... I thought Baby Driver was so great, too. But, you know, Edgar Wright just seems like a guy who was, like... When he wants to do that, like, he will just throw in so many interesting things there's, into a movie. Yeah, I'm not sure there's a better director right now. Yeah. When do we get the dope movie? That was my favorite trailer from uh, Grindhouse. Uh, that's that's yeah, really my favorite part knew, of going to about, Grindhouse. Um, I, I, I didn't the, really yeah, the, the, the commercials and stuff in Grindhouse yeah. were some of the best. And it was really just the dope one that I really, really liked. And it, yeah, like, Edgar Wright did that one. Yeah, you know, we'll get into Edgar Wright later in the show. But, uh, man, yeah, he should do... I guess Baby Driver wasn't that long ago, so... No, it wasn't. He's probably, he's probably working on his next 2017? 2017. Yeah. So, he's probably working on his next thing. He's probably, yeah, he's probably got something in the pipe. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see that. It's gonna be good. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if there's a miss. Baby so, Driver was so good, because the, the integration of the music... Yeah, like, it's one of those scenes... Just such just, a cool take. Yeah. It yeah. Ha- just how well things were timed out, and just, you know, how shots match up, like... Do appreciate that. So, um, yeah, Shaun of the Dead, great movie. Check it out if you've never seen Shaun of the Dead. I don't think you have to watch Shaun of the Dead. If really, you haven't, to seen really Shaun appreciate of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead. If you haven't seen Shaun of the Dead, where have you been? Yeah, everyone's seen Shaun of the Dead. I'm gonna come out and say it right now, everyone has seen Shaun of the Dead. My mother has seen Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> everyone has seen Shaun of the Dead. If I've ever brought up Shaun of the Dead, and someone's like, <laughs> I've never seen Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. You know, I've had people tell me they don't like Shaun of the Dead. That's fair. Which is fair. Movies are movies. Yeah. But I don't know if any of you, I don't know if I've ever brought up Shadow of the Dead. Someone said, "Oh, I've never seen Shadow of the Dead." Hmm. Yeah, that's fair to say you don't like it. I mean, yeah, probably there's lots of great movies I don't like. Probably means you have shitty taste, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that British humor—it's not fair, everybody. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not like you know. Yeah, I don't like Bruno Mars. Everyone seems to like that. Yeah, it's just that's, the way it is. It's so danceable. It's just shitty music. Yeah. <laughs> love, yeah, but if you love to dance, sometimes you just gotta let it take over. If you're into dancing, I guess he's your guy. Yeah. Well, speaking of Edgar Wright, Mike and I watched uh, a movie that was uh, originally supposed to direct, be directed by Edgar Wright. I don't know when he left the project, but he, he ends up leaving the project. Uh, we watched the sequel to 2015's Ant Man. We watched 2018's Ant Man and the Wasp. Um, Ant-Man was a 2015 it's a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe I, I don't know what phase it is I don't know what number movie it was I don't know it's like sometime after Iron Man 3 it's, it's after Iron Man 1 before Avengers Infinity War but during Avengers Infinity War basically no the first Ant-Man oh Ant-Man 1 yeah, okay, okay. Ant- yeah the first it's somewhere in between yeah. these two movies yeah I don't know where it comes in yeah uh, is it he shows up in Civil War, right? He's in Civil War, yes. But I think... Which, I, is, which is technically Avengers 3. I think it's Avengers... 2? 3. No, yeah. 3. Wait. Ultron, and then... I think it's after... Is it after or before Ultron? 
It's after Ultron. So that's a so yeah. Civil War should have been called Avengers three. Three. Yeah, but uh, he does show up in that. I don't think he's. That's why he turns. Really big. Yeah. Blah blah blah. I don't think he is in. Um, 2015. So I think Ultron, and then maybe Ant Man comes out. I don't know if he exists in the world during Ultron. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. I didn't yeah. do research for it. Phase four of, of yeah. Marvel Cinematic User, Ant-Man. This is the story about a uh, career thief, burglar, Scott Lane, who uh, he and his gang break into uh, the home of... Um, what is Michael Douglas? He's a sci- just a science man? The, yeah, he's like an inventor... Yeah. Science. What's what's quantum? He's a quantum scientist. Quantum physician. Quantum if you, physician. If you throw quantum in front of something, yeah, yeah, he's a quantum psychiatrist. Yeah. Um, uh, they break into his home uh, because they hear there's a big score there. Uh, he plays. Um, what was it Hank? Hank Pym. Hank Pym. Hank. Uh, Doctor Hank Pym. They hear there's a big score because he has a, he has a secret safe in, uh, in there and. Uh, no jewels or money, but an Ant-Man suit. And uh, Hank recruits uh, Scott to become to take up his. Um, what is it? Is it an alter ego? If you're his, take take, yeah. take, take up the moniker yeah. of Ant-Man to help uh, stop um, his former protege, who is now going to use the technology for evil. And uh, Scott has to team up with uh, Hank and his daughter Hope and get his gang together to uh, to, to stop this guy. Was this your first time watching Ant-Man? I didn't rewatch it. Oh, you didn't? Oh, oh. That was Did my first question. Did I say it? No, I didn't ask. I did not rewatch Did it. Did you rewatch Ant-Man? But I've seen it once. Okay, you have seen it before. I have seen it and not too long ago. Okay. That was, I watched it when I was in my big catch-up yeah. days. What was your thoughts of, of Ant-Man? I en- I enjoyed Ant-Man yeah. as a movie. Um... Much like I enjoy most of these Marvel movies yeah. as a movie on an individual basis. Um, Paul Rudd is fun. Yeah. Evangeline Lilly is a delight. Uh-huh. Uh, and Michael Douglas is badass. Yeah. And Michael Pena's character. Michael Pena. His crew is rad. We're not doing, uh, we don't do best scene, worst scene, all that stuff for the first movie. But if we were going to do that, Michael Pena recapping... He'd be best seen both movies. Yeah. <laughs> and then them, you know, so he's talking, yeah. but then all the characters that he is talking about are, are mimic or like matching his yeah. voice. He's voicing over. It's so great. Uh, yeah, Michael Pena is great. This one was my first time watching it. And I feel this way after every Marvel movie except for um, Thor, The Dark World. Uh, but I feel like the last like four I've watched, I go, Oh, this is the best one they've done yet. And Ant-Man was 2015. I watched Ant-Man. I was like, why have I not seen Ant-Man? <laughs> Ant-Man's great. I love Ant-Man. Instantly top three. I don't know who I booted out. Because I think everyone I see, I go, that's instantly top three. Ant-Man was one of the last ones I saw. Yeah. On my big catch-up. And I I liked it more than some. Yeah. I, I really liked it, but I think because when it comes in as its first entry into the genre... Yeah. Or into the universe, it's kind of on its own, and I appreciate that. Yes, my problems are well documented. Oh yeah, with the Avengerverse. Yeah, we're, we're gonna 
we're going to go an entire Marvel episode, and we're going to see if Mike says the secret catchphrase. <laughs> I have a, I have a, uh, a big pot of green Nickelodeon slime, if you do. You don't know what the secret catchphrase is, though. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I'm like, look at yeah. the pot of slime. Uh, I think it is more evident in the second one, my issues with it, which may line up with your issues. But the first one... Because it is, it just, just his own. Th- I thought his origin story was very fun. Yeah, done done in a very cool way. I thought um, it was different enough than all the other Avenger movies. The fact that it is funnier than than those. Um, yeah. Uh, also, his his ability just allows for very cool things. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like Honey Ashton. Oh yes. <laughs> that time the first one. That that I mean that that train fight is great. Yeah. What it looks really cool when they're in the train world. But then when they do the zoom out and you see what the little girl is seeing, <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Just toys. Yeah. yeah. No, I really enjoyed Ant-Man. So part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we got to get two. Um, when Doctor Strange 2 comes, I will watch Doctor Strange and then we'll talk about that one too. But every other one has had Doctor Strange. Yeah, you haven't seen Doctor Strange? Never seen Doctor Strange. That's my favorite. This so far, so far. is the last. So I think I've seen everyone except... Leading up to now, I had not seen Ant-Man or Doctor Strange. I think those are the only two I haven't seen. Oh, I've also never seen Angel Voltron. So, those are movies I've never seen. But I think I've seen the rest of them. So. I've seen more Marvel movies than you. Oh, you, 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 you've seen them all. <laughs> you're, you're a completist. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, Thor Dark World, I didn't see until we did the movie. There's so many fucking Marvel movies. Yeah. Uh, I think we did. Ugh. What did we do? Do, did we do Ragnarok or something or we, Homecoming? Like Spider-Man we, Homecoming, and we, we did the math, and it was like, or you know, just a fact one. It was like, oh, Spider-Man Homecoming was the twenty-second Marvel Cinematic like Universe movie, yeah. like of the of their connected universe. I am pretty and, stoked to see the Spider-Man animated one. Yeah, which doesn't count. That's not in the. Yeah, it's not in this u- universe. I love it. Yeah, I bet I love that it's movie. It's its own thing. It's its own thing. I love it. Yeah, so. <laughs> so you probably will like that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, but yeah, not part of the collected, like, you know, Iron Man 1. Uh, so, I-M-A-D, you know, and then, but the, that yeah. universe is all one thing. But yeah, Spider-Man uh, Into the Spider-Verse is like, uh, that's Sony, so, yeah. You, know, you don't have to worry about it. Cool. Huge movie. It was a Marvel movie. It opened number one. It made, it made all the money. Um... It opened, number one, beating out Minions, Trainwreck, Inside Out, and Jurassic World uh, that summer. Big summer release in July. Uh, holds a 82% on Rotten Tomato. All these movies are always hi- highly uh, highly graded. Yeah. yeah. So, fast forward, 2018, more stuff happens in the uh, the Marvel world. We get, uh, we get a Civil War. We get an Infinity War. We get two wars. A Civil War <laughs> and an Infinity War. We get... Uh, we get a Ragnarok, whatever that is. Spider-Man comes home. We got a Black Panther. Doctor Strange is probably after Ant-Man. I, I think remember. I think it goes Ant-Man, then Doctor Strange comes out. But uh, or maybe maybe I have the, maybe Doctor Strange before Ant-Man. I don't know. I feel like Doctor Strange is a bigger character. Like I've never seen Doctor Strange, but just watching Thor Ragnarok and uh, Age of or, uh, Infinity War, I feel like I get more. Doctor Strange than Ant-Man who really just showed up for like two minutes in Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
2018, after Age of Ultron, but, as Mike alluded to, during the same movie time period. It's like <clears throat> it's, it's like uh, Ant-Man 2 is happening at the, as, yeah. as the Infinity Wars thing is happening. Which makes sense. You know, he would not know what's going on. Right. Because that stuff happens... I feel like most of the stuff happens in space. And then, yeah. when, and then when it happens in the world, it happens real fast. Yeah. And in Wakanda. So, you know. But yeah. The actual Earth stuff probably took like... I mean, there was a little something in New York and then after that it was like 10 minutes. Yeah. They were actually on Earth. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, was this your first... Oh, so this movie, uh, Reunite, uh, brings back uh, Ant-Man. After his involvement in Civil War, he is placed on house arrest for two years. Uh, he has a falling out with Evangeline Lilly's Hope character and Hank Pym. Um, but they need his help again to uh, stop... A, a new villain who can uh, phase through walls and stuff. I don't know. They, they explained it. There was a lot of exposition explaining what her yeah. issue was. but uh, Pass through matter, basically. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, needed his help to do that. Was this your first time watching Ant-Man and the Wasp? It was. New to Netflix. It was my first time. Yeah, I did not make it up to the theater for Ant-Man and the Wasp. I didn't uh, either. What was your quick uh, thoughts on Ant-Man and the Wasp? More of the same. <clears throat> it really is more of the same yeah. from Ant Man, which I think is a is okay for me. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of my my general feeling overall. Was just like it's okay. Yeah, I did I did back to back them, and I think that was a mistake because mm. I really enjoyed two. I think I really enjoy Ant Man that it was its own thing. He had a problem. It didn't involve. The Avengers or anything. He just... So some guy also had technology. He was going to sell it to some bad people. And man had to stop him. <clears throat> and this one, there's so much, like, big picture stuff. Like, you know, Civil War stuff. I mean, even the end is like, oh, you know, you got to watch Infinity War. But so much of, like, Civil War. So much of, like, how this affects, like, everything. I'm just kind of getting bored with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're like, well, I'm just watching Ant-Man. Ant-Man do some stuff. Yeah. That, that's what I like. And, and that's why I chose not to rewatch the first, is I decided I'm just going to go in with yeah. completely fresh eyes. Yeah. Um, and so maybe that benef- that was a benefit. Yeah. Uh, so more of the same. What would you say is, what does this do well? Um, I mean... The performances are fun. Paul Rudd's great. Yeah. And I mean, I'm biased because he's a big Kansas City Chiefs fan. Yeah, I'm a big Kansas City Chiefs yeah. fan. You so I'm biased. Like, Rob big... Riggle, John Hamm. Those three guys got together did a movie. Your favorite movie. That's right. And so I really like, I think Paul Rudd, I know <clears> a lot of people have, you know, they're just tired of Paul Rudd bromances. Who's tired of Paul Rudd bromances? I don't know, but I've heard it. Oh. I can't give you a name, but I've heard it. I, I'm not tired of Paul Rudd romances. Yeah. I haven't probably not seen all of his bromances or all his movies, but I really like Paul Rudd. Has he had one lately? Um, I don't think not since yeah. he's went Marvel. Right, exactly. He's been too yeah. busy doing setups. Which is an interesting thing about Ant Man <clears throat> is because is there a more under the radar cast in these Marvel movies? Yeah, than what they get together. They, for... I mean, 
Paul Paul Rudd is a is a movie star, but yeah. he's he's not. You know, he's not a Brad Pitt level. No, you know, he's not on that level. He's not a Hemsworth level. No, uh, you know. Although I don't think he, like Hemsworth's at that level now because he's Thor. Exactly, but right. I, but Ant Man has I not like, projected <clears throat> Paul Rudd up to that level. I feel like Marvel, their entire run, has always done a great job of grabbing a guy and being like, "You're going to be a huge star." Chris Evans, Chris Pratt. Yeah, uh, Chris, the three Chris's, like all those guys. I feel like Pratt. If you were a fan of Parks and Rec, you kind of like, oh, this guy's getting a lot of reps lately. Yeah, he's about to, and then he kind of started showing up in movies here and there. You're like, this guy's about to. And Marvel's like, cool, Guardians of the Galaxy. Now you're a huge movie star. Yeah, same with Chris Evans. Like Chris Evans is just a guy you always saw parts here and there. You know. You watch a movie like uh, Cellular, and you're like, that movie sucks, but he's kind of good in it, and then all of a sudden, boom. Or he's like, you're not Captain another team movie. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing, like, Paul Rudd was a known commodity yeah. going into <clears throat> If anything, he's, the he opposite, he's like the opposite of It hasn't skyrocketed him. Right. Like the others, and <clears throat> he's hit his ceiling as far as... I heard he is 50 it. years old now. Which surprised yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, like, he was probably shocking. 20 when he did Clueless. Clueless, yeah, which is crazy to think that that guy yeah. is 50 years old. And but Paul Rudd has been in my life for uh, 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. And same with Evangeline Lilly. She hasn't, yeah. she's a big part of both these movies. <clears throat> she was, you know, slingshotted in the stardom when Lost came out. And then has just kind of hung out. I think she maybe took some time off yeah. from acting. Um, but she's great. I really like her. She yeah. showed up in the in the Hobbit movies. That's the only thing right. movies I can think of she's in. Um, but then you know Michael Douglas, big time. Yeah, been big time for a long time. Right. But the cast itself is just kind of unassuming. Yeah, I mean, you think about, <clears throat> you know, you look at uh, uh, Spider Man Homecoming, right? Just two years ago came out, right? So Tom Holland, you know, young kid. Sure, he's going to be a giant star when it's all said and done. He's, oh, yeah. he's going to be Spider-Man for the next ten years. But then they surround him with... I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is in the movie. Big part of the movie. Marissa Tomei, Michael Keaton. Like, just huge... Like, all those... Every movie... Uh, all these movies, every supporting character... You think of the Thor movies, and it's like, oh yeah, his parents were Rene Russo and uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, Michael Douglas kind of fits it. Yeah. This, this is a... Uh, uh, the Ringer website, they do this when they kind of review movies, but they kind of talk about Apex Mountain, which is just like, oh, you grab a guy, and then when does he reach his peak? So it's like Chris Hemsworth, uh, Chris Evans, you probably like, oh, yeah, you know, he was in a 19 movie, he, he did this movie, this movie, this movie, and they became Captain of America, and that, that was as high as his mountain will get. Um, I think that's all for all those Marvel guys, even like, you know, Black Panther, uh, Chadwick Boseman. This will be, he will be Black Panther. Paul Rudd might be the only Marvel guy that you, you won't say that for him. That his peak when you go, oh, Paul Rudd, he'll be like, oh, yeah, Brian Fontana. Yeah. yeah. And then that led to <laughs> uh, I Love You, Man, and all those. Yeah. Those bromances. And it's like, oh, and then he did a Marvel movie? That's kind of like the seventh most popular thing we know him from. Right. Yeah, he like he is kind of an interesting guy that they got to play Ant-Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I do like him. He's well, likable. Yeah, very likable. And he's and he's a nice change of pace from these movies. I assume he plays a bigger role in uh, the next Infinity War, but it will just be like when he when he's with all those guys, 
he'll just be refreshing. And then just that, like, yeah. oh, yeah, he's not, like, he's not, like, every other guy who's just kind of this, you know, serious brooding, you know. Like, he's he's funny and light and likable guy. What does this not do as well as the first one? Um, I think, I, I think the, it doesn't flush out the, the, the villain. Yes. As well. Yeah. That's probably where cool I'm going with that. Cool power? Yeah. Not an interesting character. No. Or, like, enough, like, not really, we don't really know, like, they, yeah. Or no, my, my complaint was, I feel like they humanized her way too early. Yeah. She should have been badass for way longer before... We got that really long exposition and scene. she should have been someone way more famous. I thought it was Michelle Rodriguez when she first took off uh, the mask. I was like, is oh, that Michelle you? Rodriguez? And then it wasn't. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was like, yeah. oh, who? Because I had no idea. I'm like, oh, who's this going to be? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, anytime anyone's under a mask, yeah. when they take the mask off, you expect it to be somebody. Because if they're not somebody, you should go the other way, like they did with uh, Corey... Um, what was that guy's name? Uh, Corey Stoll from the first movie, which is... No mask. You go, okay, I've learned about this guy. Puts a mask on. Yeah. Because, yeah, anytime someone takes a mask off, we're waiting for the reveal of what actor did you get under that mask. Yeah. Yeah. Who would it have been? Uh, oh. I don't know. Who someone takes that mask off and you're like, oh, okay. Uh, I don't want to go too big here. Yeah. What about the blonde girl from Lost that Jack ends up or that Sawyer ends up with I do not remember who that I know. is <laughs> I'm just trying to think of something opposite oh. Evangeline Lilly oh yeah yeah oh I don't I don't know who uh, put Amy Adams in there put she's Amy in Adams too much stuff match. Amy Adams in every movie she is in everything <laughs> uh, what was your favorite scene part we, moment uh my favorite part was what the we kind of talked about it. Yeah, I'm gonna go something else though. Okay, because this is something that just came to mind. I really liked when they're showing him just try to burn time montage. Uh huh. And he's playing the electric drums. Yeah. The. I just the, think, yeah, and then someone yeah. comes in. What are you, fifteen? That just makes me laugh. Yeah. Or yeah, she. Uh, that's when. Uh, they program, or they get the ant yeah. to know his uh, pattern, and then they check in on the ant, and the ant's playing. Playing, yeah. She's like, what are you, 15? <laughs> uh, my favorite scene, and, and I wish they would do it, because the Ant-Man is so, I think they rely too much on big Ant-Man. Uh, it was Aunt Evangeline um, Lily, uh, who was the wasp in this one. She gets the suit at the end of the movie. The first movie, and now she is her own superpower, superhero, the Wasp. Uh, same powers as Ant-Man, she can shrink herself, and she has wings um, and blasters. It's the scene with uh, Walton Goggins, our favorite. Uh, Love Walton. The first time she kind of gets to be in action. And that's, I just think, the coolest part of the Ant-Man movies is, like, you get to do these action scenes that are so different than other action scenes of her just disappearing, reappearing, being small, running around in the kitchen. I just yeah. think it's so cool looking. And they really only did that one time in this movie. This movie did have far less suit fighting action. Yeah. And the suit, the, it does have really cool suit fighting. Yeah. And you're right. I When when Paul Rudd blows up and yeah. gets, turns into a giant Ant-Man, I like the whole thing like where he can't control, his suit's malfunctioning, he can't yeah. control size. But when he goes into giant Ant-Man, I'm like, this is so uninteresting. Yeah. I like 
Tiny Ant-Man. Tiny Ant-Man doing crazy shit. Ant-Man's fun. I mean, the first yeah. movie, there was maybe three of those scenes, and then like, the whole heist is him kind of being tiny, but him fighting uh, Falcon was really cool. I just thought it was like such a cool scene. And then him fighting, um, what was was it the Yellow Jacket? What was his name? Hornet. Hornet? Was it Hornet? The Wasp? No, wait, she's the Wasp. It was bee, Hornet. Honeybee? <laughs> uh, yeah, whenever he was the Hornet, Bumblebee. Uh, when, when he was fighting him, I thought, like, such a cool scene of, you know, he would be big, then he would shrink, then that guy would shrink, and he'd be big, and then they'd both shrink, and then, you know, like, it was just so cool, like, yeah. being able to play with, like, the, and it does feel very, honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah. You know, like, when she's in the kitchen, and they're, you know, all those henchmen are trying to, you know, smash her with a mallet and stuff. It's just very cool for her running underneath, you know, soup ladles and sliding under her cutting boards. But, uh, yeah, we only did it once. We liked too much on that uh, that phasing lady. Yeah, there was a, some good suit action at the end, but uh, we could have used more. Yeah. We could have used more. I, I enjoy the, the whole lab just shrinks down and stuff. Yeah. That stuff's fun. Uh, it's kind of fun. And... They're in tiny car when he, you know. Yeah. He wakes up. Yeah, they got the Hot Wheels, you know. Yeah. Pick your car thing. Yeah. Um, what What was your least favorite part of this movie? Uh, it was. It was the probably when he's blown up uh, and big. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that it was, was great. Cool. You loved Honey. We blew up. The I loved. <laughs> but yeah, just, for me, it was the. Super long exposition of the villain's backstory. Mm. It was just like, and that's just such a boring, uninteresting way to just give us a backstory of just the it, the I have you tied to a chair, so let me explain yeah. who I am, what my plan is. That is that is very unoriginal. You're yeah, right. and it, and it was very long. They did try to do some humor. I like, I was kind of like, fuck, this is going on forever. And then his cell phone kept going off, so I was like. Alright, they put some humor into it, but like it's just a very unoriginal way to get backstory of a villain. Like yeah. the old, yeah, you know, let me tell you my evil plan now. It would have been better off opening with... The flashback. Her, Yeah, her flashback. Yeah, and then when and then when she shows up, we go, oh, we know who that is. Yep. We, like, we know that's that character. Yep, that's yeah. what they should have done. No voiceover, we just see... Just see her in action. We see a guy... The explosion, and then we see the little girl, and then a fireman tries to pick her up and goes through her body, and then boom, cut to he's on house arrest. And then when a character shows up that can go through people's bodies, the audience immediately knows who that is. Yeah, yeah, and we assume it has something to do with uh, Hank Pym and Quantum something, Quantum Adams, Quantum Psychiatry. Yeah. Uh, also, I want to mention, I, I just wasn't interested. In the Michelle Pfeiffer uh, mom, <laughs> it there was there's some good moments in it. Uh, her taking over Paul Rudd to explain stuff was great. Uh, like I think Paul Rudd's just doing like a very funny acting thing. Yeah, to be the mother and then snaps out and then doesn't doesn't yeah. remember. Yeah, but as a story plotline, I just didn't care. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, to me, would she eat? Exactly. What she eat? What she drink? She, where did she find shelter? Where did she sleep? All of a sudden, well, she's been gone for like thirty years, right? Yeah, thirty years. Yeah. It, it is so bizarre, mm-hmm. and it is 
that is the part of this movie yeah. that starts to meld into the Avengerverse. Right. And it just doesn't... Oh, it's going to play off, or, like, it's supposed to pay off, I assume. Yeah. He's and, able and to it, do, but... And it just... I, I'm, I'm like, this is what's connecting it. Yeah. And... Because I know, he at a point, he's supposed to get so tiny, time, space, distance, all that stuff doesn't matter. But to me, that doesn't make any sense. I thought it was so cool that he got so tiny that into a single atom, he can, he can go even below, and then it's like, oh, he's, like, in this crazy world. But he and Michelle Pfeiffer would not be in the same atom. But it's supposed to, oh, like, then it's just like, uh, you know, comic book bullshit. You can just be like, oh, no, no, he got so small, everything's connected now. Right. That make any yeah, sense. It, 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 yeah, it, it gets to the point where size doesn't matter. Yeah. And, yeah, it's to the, when you get into this space-time continuum yeah. thing, which... Infinity Wars. Quantum space-time. Quantum space-time psychology infinium. Yeah. Which Infinity Wars introduced. Uh-huh. And this whole... Where they meld is where my problem is. Yeah. And I just can't take it yeah. anymore. I'm going I'm to watch that Infinity Gauntlet. I'm going to watch it too. <laughs> because I do... I watch... I watch these movies and on an individual basis I really enjoyed them. Yeah. I really liked Infinity Wars. I, I, I thought it was a, a, a great movie. Yeah. But then when you think about this convoluted universe they've created uh-huh. it's when I just fall apart. I'm like we, it's too much. I'm, yeah. I'm done. I'm, I'm, it, we're, there's too many people. There's too many characters. We have special suits. We got special powers. We got time travel. We got space. We got magic. It's crazy. And the the stakes have been raised so high because of the Avenger movies where, you know, something is happening that is so crazy, we need all these people to come together. I think it hurts a movie like Ant-Man, where, or Ant-Man and the Wasp, where you go, like, ultimately, like, I was like, well, this movie doesn't even matter. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the like, old, Doctor Strange is awesome. It's got the coolest, and it, it is very... Dimensional yeah. sciencey, kind of, not really, but just interdimensional. And I really like that movie a lot. Yeah. And maybe I still like it a lot because it still kind of stands alone on, right. its, on itself, even though he shows up. I do think all the part ones of all these movies have done a good job of being their own thing. Yeah. I think it's when you get to the two. Yeah, when and the two and and all the cro- the crossover is just yeah, it's unbearable. I think it's cool in Ant Man One when Falcon shows up. But I don't need Civil War, where it's a Captain America movie and you had 30 other guys. Yeah. Like, it's cool when just, like, the one guy should. You know, Scarlet Witch, who doesn't have her own movie, is kind of her own thing. You know, if Elizabeth Olsen showed up this movie, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of cool. Showed up, you know. Like, yeah, she's from that movie. But, yeah, now it's... This movie asked me so much to think about what was happening. Because, I mean, how many times do they bring up Captain America and uh, Germany, you know? Yeah, the cap. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's, it's, I agree. I, I do wonder after this next one, Infinity or what's it called? Like Endgame. Endgame. I think it's Endgame. Yeah, after Endgame, how what, what, where they go next? Because this is blow it up. The state. Yeah, they really do. They should do like a, a reset. Yeah, but yeah, because otherwise, like otherwise, you just have to keep going up and up and up, and eventually, it just becomes too much. And I, how how can how can Spider Man ever go back to high school? After what he's lived through. Right. 
and just be like, oh, I'm, ah, I'm a normal kid. Yeah, I need to go to NYU study for photography class. School. Yeah. Yeah, it's... The crossover is just too... And I and I think that's why these movies are so successful. People love the crossover. Yeah. But I'm just I, I'm I'm overwhelmed by it. Yeah. It's 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 overwhelming. And you watch them all. It's probably because you all, you watch them all over the course of two months. <laughs> <laughs> probably true. For me, it's a slow burn. That is probably yeah. true. Um. So this um. Does this movie need a need a sequel? Do you do you need Ant Man three? I don't need Ant-Man 3. No. I would want Ant-Man 3 if Ant-Man was its own thing. Yeah. But because I know Paul Rudd and Ant-Man is going to show up in Endgame, and then after that, I'm sure this next phase of Marvel, he'll be involved. Because he's only had two movies. I'm sure he'll be involved. Like, I just don't need his own movie. I think at this point, I don't need any of their own movies. Unless it's a part one. If you introduce a character and say, okay, now he gets his own movie to get a backstory, I found all those very cool. Once you get a part two, I'm like, just make it an Avengers movie. Yeah. Just, yeah. Why, why why have one when the end game is the, this big meetup? So, yeah. No more anime. Does this need to be remade if they hit a hard reset? Would you like to see someone else don the ant suit? Uh, can, we, can I caveat that? Sure. Yes. If they blow everything up uh-huh. and, and, and do a new Ant-Man, yeah. yes, I would like to see, see someone else, but only if Paul Rudd continues a successful bromance career after this. Oh, yeah. If he if he does nothing, then yeah. no. Uh, Paul Rudd, he can't leave our lives. He's going to do something. <laughs> what, uh, what, what Apatow alumni should don the ant suit next? Um, Jay Baruchel. Yeah. Jay Russo should be Ant-Man. <laughs> Why not? I was going to go Michael Sarah. Yeah. yeah. We got to get younger in that role. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, do we need it? No. Yeah. I liked Evangeline Lilly being the Wasp. But I don't think we needed Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think, I think these two could have just shown up in... Infinity War. Why don't we just get the Wasp? Yeah, I think I would have been more interested in a Wasp movie than Ant-Man showed up. If 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 there was a movie called The Wasp, which was Evangeline Lilly, and then we get to see her become a superhero, and Paul Rudd's in it, but he can't help her because he's on house arrest, and she has to go on an adventure by herself, I would be much more interested in that movie. Or or her her movie was, she thinks she can rescue her mom from the quantum realm. That would I would be more interested in that than getting a second Ant-Man movie. Yeah, getting the movie. Yeah. I just don't want anything quantum. Yeah, I don't want a quantum realm. I don't want to go so oh, atomic. You got Hank Hank Pym. You're getting something quantum. I just don't want. I just don't want to go subatomic anymore. What about? I just want to go ant size. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I I think a Wasp movie that was just her and it was like her becoming. The Wasp would have been very cool, uh, but yeah, I don't. And I, I think part, I, I enjoy Evangeline Lilly a lot. I yeah. really like Evangeline Lilly. She, I think she could pilot her own movie. Yeah. Hey, Marvel, what's going on? We we don't get a Scarlet Witch movie. We don't get a Wasp movie. You know, that's interesting because Scarlet yeah. Witch is 
of my of of my Avengers movies that she's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, she's very cool. I mean, she's great. I know a lot of people like Black Widow, uh-huh. but that she, doesn't make sense because you expect me to believe that she can just run with these super suits very, and superpowers. It's very Give me tough. a break. The <laughs> only way a Black Widow movie works is if. It's an origin story, and we find out she does have superpowers. Right. Yeah, that's it's the just, only way that movie works. I just find it so. But we're going on ten years now with um, Black Widow. Like yeah. the boat has passed on Black Widow. Like if they were going to do a Black Widow movie, it should have been between Iron Man two and three. That's when they should have done it. Because yeah. now, otherwise, we we know everything we need to know about her. Like what movie about a human being who is just a spy? That's that's kind of her her and good with guns. Is going to be more interesting than a movie where aliens invade Earth and drop cities. Yeah, yeah. Like the for her, the stakes have been raised too high. Unless they do an origin story, they ate. You know, like oh no, this is ten years before Iron Man one, and you find out that she did get super. She she got the Captain Serum. It's just so crazy, and they never bring it up. We, it's just it's just insane because we have. I know when you're out out man, you're out gunned. Yeah. What do you have left? Guile. Yeah. Your guile runs out when you're going against superpowers. Yeah. That's all I'm going to tell you. She doesn't have a super suit. They should have at least explained <laughs> she that. She's just wearing a, a leather onesie. Yeah. You know, Ant-Man, uh, Iron Man, um, they're Falcon, right? They're human beings who have super suits. Mm-hmm. Captain America, Thor, Hulk... Black Panther, Spider-Man, those are superhumans. Oh, Scarlet Witch, she also superhumans. Black Widow is just a person. It's just crazy. Yeah. I don't know it's comic books. It was all contrived in some maniac's mind yeah. 100 years ago. I mean, Black Panther gets his power from a plant. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's a, it's a quantum plant. Scarlet Witch, she does all this badass shit. Her, her shit mostly belongs over in, in X-Men world. Yeah. Because her thing is she was born with it, right? I think so. Lady Gaga, just born that way. <laughs> every, yeah, every uh, else something happened to somebody. Yeah. Or you got a cool suit. My mind is bending. It's much like Doctor Strange. How do you get his powers? Cape, right? It's got... Uh, or it's uh, a gem. Yeah, so... I can't remember how he gets his superpowers... It is, it is, he's got, ma- he's got magical gear. Yeah. Oh, so he also just, suit. yeah, he's a doc, his, he's a doctor, he's, he's still a good doctor. Yeah. He's got, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, he's got like the, oh, so doc- he's got Dr. a ring. Doctor Strange is, um, he's a doctor. an actual title he's as opposed a- to like Dr. J. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's all making sense to me. This all, these movies, they check out. <laughs> They all make sense. It's all starting to come together. They are fun. Like, even like the I like Amy the Wasp. I didn't enjoy as much. Like, I still enjoy it. Yeah, it is. Like, they're they're, they're very well done for yeah, being entertaining for being what they are. Yeah, they're, they're uh, and what they're trying to do with them. So that'll do it this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. Oh, wait, hold on. If you have thoughts on Ant Man, email us CBTG Podcast, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all those places. Review, rate us. We'll be back next week with another movie. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, a guide to sequel remakes. We're not going to go subatomic. So I take it you didn't have that tech available for me. No, I didn't.